Hey, man. What's going on, man? We're at Putnam Park. Yep. Yep. Winning formula track day. It's pretty nice. This guy's got a winning formula shirt on. He must know them or something. How's, I might. How's, uh, how's the job at winning formula, Ethan? Uh, it's been getting better since the last time I've talked about it. I think the last time I was on was Barber. And that was back in January at uh, at uh, Andrew Rain's house. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's been getting a lot better. You had just started then, right? Like uh, last fall. Uh, back in January. Okay. But yeah. Now you told me that you were going to go there end of the season last year. Yep. So my daughter's kicking a Pringles can outside, and there's like GT3 RSs everywhere. <laughs> Makes you nervous. Stressing me out. Yeah. Um, yeah, having fun. I, I like this place. It's a good chill event. I needed a chill event to just think about driving a little bit. So. It's uh, really nice to be able to record a few shows, like not between all the event stuff that we yeah. have to typically do, because it practically, not. like, if you want to record a show, it almost means that you're not yeah. doing something that you probably you ha- should and be doing. At night, we've been like doing something until ten or midnight every time at events. So, are you uh, are you just hanging out? You're not driving it all today, Ethan. I'm actually driving this time. Yeah. Yeah. In your Civic. Uh, no, we uh, brought our shop me out. Oh, finally. the yellow one? Okay. Was I behind you last session? Uh, or behind maybe. somebody else? Who somebody was else. driving yeah. the last session? Uh, Eric was. Okay. One of our new guys. Yeah, I was behind that. Is that uh, Chris Law's old car? Yes. Okay. The uh, smoke's a little bit, but it looks like it's fun. I mean, it's got the BP smoke. Yeah, it hasn't moved a, a whole bunch this year. Yeah. Besides our parking lot at the hey, it, at uh, work. you're out here driving. That's all that matters. Yeah, um, about time. Have you been here before on track? Uh, I've been here a couple times. Yeah. But um, this is first time on track here. It, it's it's pretty fun actually. Uh, I think it's like two flowing road courses with that one slow thing in the middle, uh, which is pretty rad. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, turn one here reminds me a little bit of Barber in that. Um, it's it's much faster than you think it is. Yeah. Right. Like so to to be quick, you just have to be like. I was behind you one lap. I think you can go faster. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, we should have a we should have a competition. Whoever gets the uh, the highest min speed in turn one wins. Okay. Want to do that? Okay. Yeah. Get your iPod out so I can record. I mine. think. Let me. Uh, I, I have your your device so okay. that you can use your Apex I gotta, Pro. We got a pair. Right? I think. Um, on a good lap, it's like 77 or 78 for me. But I can do 85. 85? Yeah. I can't muster the courage to not break oh, that yeah. much. Oh, yeah, you could do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, dude. Let's do it. It's possible. <laughs> Spec fits are the best cars, dude. Hey, you, see, gonna, you see all that runoff in going? turn one? Yeah, like, I, I do see There's plenty of it. <laughs> there's a quarter mile of grass. Yeah. And it looks really <laughs> perfect and smooth. Um, how, how has your first year at Winning Formula been? You've been... Uh, Learning lots of stuff and figuring out how to work at a race shop? I don't know uh, that this is a fair question to ask because Aaron <laughs> listens to the podcast. So, yeah. like, if how if terrible he, has if your boss Ethan been? was like, oh, God. <laughs> how terrible has your boss been? And um, <laughs> how bad are the working conditions? <laughs> well, uh, before winning Formula, I worked at a Subaru factory. Right. So it was, like, total change of pace because, right. like, working at a factory, you have, like, five, six jobs, and you do the same jobs Right. Time, time again. And then, you know, going to a race shop, it's just so much more relaxed. And, uh, um, like, don't throw it. There is a sense of time, <laughs> Sorry, I have to but, parent. like, it's not as urgent as, like, you got to get this car done in a minute. Sure. And then you're on to the next one and on to the next one. Which, I mean, there's some days that are like that if 
he gets busy enough, like especially uh, a week leading up to an event. Oh yeah, I bet you guys are slammed. Yeah, I can remember uh, Middle High was a big one this year, and uh, some events are more or less busier than others, but it just Probably, depends. Yeah, it depends on how the cars have fared in the event before. I'd imagine. Yeah. What's uh, what's been the uh, most enjoyable thing that you've been? doing there like what do you like doing at a race shop the most just learning like different chassis setups okay. and just figuring out what's best for each chassis and tire and how pressures to, how and to set it up and yeah. yeah what's uh what's the most common car that you guys work on there is there like a normal is it a lot of porsches a lot of miatas like what's what's normal through the gate there weirdly enough like when i first started there we we went through a lot of bmws okay. like a lot of E46s and even newer ones. And, uh, but I mean, primarily we do uh, Miatas, S2000s, and right. Porsche Caymans, GT3s, GT4s. The, uh, the graveyard of old Miatas in the parking lot is kind of a weird thing. Yes. It's, just, uh, it's, it's a lot. What is there, like two dozen? Oh, easily. Yeah, it's a lot. They're not ours, they're uh, the past owners, but. Are they all mostly customer cars? Uh, no, they're all oh, the previous the, owner. Yeah, okay. they're all Mike's cars. Okay, that's a lot of Miatas. Yeah, that dude's into Miatas. He was. still buys those, like yeah. those, <laughs> just because you'd be surprised. Like uh, at NCM earlier this year, uh, one of our customers was having a uh, a coil problem, and uh, our shop's like an hour and forty minutes away from NCM, and okay. so we just had a guy go back to the shop. Like open the hoods up and see if we had like the right coil or laying around, and it literally saved one of our customers like race weekends. Oh, that's cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, you guys work on Miatas and Porsches and, and whatever. What do you what do you enjoy working on? It's a tough question to ask because there's. Well, it's an easy question oh, to ask. It's all, a tough question to answer. Well, yeah, I should say that. It's hard to say. I mean, the easiest for me, obviously, are Miatas. I don't really know if I have a favorite because there's not a whole lot of Hondas that show up. If they're, please, if Hondas there's more, trash, dude. if trash. Hondas could show up more, like that'd make me happier. <laughs> do you uh, do you still enjoy uh, heading to the racetrack with people and uh, becoming someone's uh, grunt? Uh, pretty much every weekend. I mean, they don't know that until I show up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have gotten picked up by people and brought two tracks before. I know that. But, uh, yes. Yeah, you're not always a surprise, but uh, yeah, yeah. You, you uh, you're kind of a staple under the whatever hood is uh, got the most people under it. Usually, Ethan's there um, fixing something with somebody. Who so. most recently? Who did a, a trans at Road America? Um, did, oh, did Rob Manicherry. Manicherry did. Yeah. Did Swenson have trouble as well? Yes. Uh, yeah, the, he didn't pull it out, though. Okay. He had, like, a, something in the shifter mechanism. Um, needed, he, like, cut it. Didn't he cut a hole in the top of the trans tunnel yeah. to, like, fix it so he didn't have to pull it apart? Yep. I th- yeah. <laughs> um, I got to go take my daughter to the bathroom. Got to do that. <laughs> yeah. Good thing sometimes. it's 50 feet that way. Yeah. I don't even know where it is, actually. I'm figuring it's it out. It's that little outbuilding yeah. right, right over there. Well, I'll be back. You guys keep talking. Yep. Um, so what does is, what is 22 look like? Um, I haven't seen yet the calendar for uh, the Barber event. I don't know what day that is. Um, will you go? Oh, yeah. 
I've already planned on it. Okay. Like I've I've already told the the ASM camp. I'm like, because they've asked me. They're like, hey, you want to go to that again? And I was like, uh, sure. I mean. Um. So I let Finch last year drive my car, mm-hmm. and uh, this year he's going to return the favor. So I'm going to drive uh, his tenth gen on track, oh. uh, which should be really neat. Yeah. I mean. It's, I th- it'll be a completely different experience, I think, but it'll probably feel a little bit more normal to me because I'm not used to not having torque. <laughs> I spent so much time yeah. driving the Evo, where it's like, well, you just you fix your stupid problem by you know just getting on power. And here it's, man, like you, if you're out of VTEC and you're kind of in the middle of the rev range, it feels so slow. It does. But I'm getting used to it, and I'm... Uh, trying to push myself a little bit, try to get faster, and and just try to enter the corners quicker than maybe I previously felt comfortable. But, um, well, I what, what are we doing tonight? Um, I think I'm trying to go to some seafood restaurant, which is funny because uh, we're in Indianapolis and like it's landlocked, so there's really the fact that there is a desirable seafood restaurant is kind of a surprise. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, just like a low-key weekend. My wife and Sloan are hanging out with her sister and her mom um, in Lafayette area. And uh, they're headed home tonight, and then I'm going to be back home tomorrow. But uh, it's nice to have this car kind of like set up that now I'm just going to be able to park it. And the next time I want to go to the track, it won't be a big ordeal. Mm -hmm. On top of that, we're getting a house uh, I think we're going to be moved in by Thanksgiving, and Ooh. I'm stoked for that because yeah. uh, that means I'll be able to unpack my tools. Yeah, that's um, that's a huge relief for sure. I told Aaron earlier this week, I was like, I'm going to mooch off of everybody because I don't have anything. Yeah. And I went to my storage unit to find even my jack. Find the jack, easy, first thing. Uh, jack handle, no idea. No, I have no, <laughs> no idea. idea. I mean, and we have two 10 by 20 storage lockers, and they're both full. Full, yeah. And so I assume that one of the movers just put it in a box because it's not near where, like, all the garden tools are, which is yep. where I would have put it. Yeah, because it's a long pole. Yeah, exactly. So it's not near any of those things, so it's just gone. <laughs> um, so kind of settle into that. The, uh, the house we're moving into, I would say, is 9 out of 10 on our list. Oh, okay. That's pretty um, good. Really, really nice, except it has a small two-car garage. It's like, you could park two cars in it, but it's tight. Yeah. And so, like, all the stuff that had previously lived in my garage, even, like, the lawnmower and the whatever, uh, I'm going to have to be really deliberate yeah. about how things are put away and how tidy things are. But mm-hmm. uh, And the fit will just have to live outside. How it is, um, because if it's just kind of like a burner, you just, just run it. Um, probably I will take the fit down to Barber and then just drive Finch's car. Yeah, because um, it it gets like thirty seven miles per gallon. It runs on eighty seven octane, and uh, the range is kind of amazing given that the tank is tiny. Yeah, it's like the last time when the light came on. The last time I filled up, I put in eight point nine gallons. Which is just a silly amount, but it's about to be a loud Corvette to pull in. All right, well, I I would sp- suppose we should probably call it just because it's going to get loud. Um, thanks for being on the show. Oh yeah. Hey Emma. 
How's your day, Emma? No, don't get them. Get what? The Pringles. The Pringles? What's, uh... Here, I don't want you jumping against my car, even if even if it's a junky Honda Fit. Did you have a good day today so far? Yes. Where are we at? Racetrack. Yeah, are you having fun? Um, you're eating pizza and Pringles and Cheetos. And <laughs> playing with the Tab Girls. All right, well, keep eating your food. Have your cookie. Remember when I told you you don't have to be weird just for attention? Now it's one of those times. I'm having a fun day with you. Huh? I said I'm having a fun day with you. Pickle! What was the song that you were singing for an hour and a half today? Can you sing, can you sing us a couple of rounds? Are you not going to get me in trouble? No, you're not in trouble if you sing. Can I start from verse 64? Sure. <laughs> Same song, 64th verse, little louder, little Ragging on no tail at all, tail at all, tail at all. Ragging on no tail at all, tail at all now. Same song, 65th verse, little louder, little worse. Ragging on no tail at all, tail at all, tail at all. Ragging on no tail at all. She sang 1 to 270 on the way here. That was, a, that was interesting. Can I have a Pringle? Please? I did buy them. Thanks, dude. All right. Hey, Em, why don't you have your cookie, and you can watch iPad right here, and I'm going to go talk to a few people for a few minutes, okay? Okay? Okay. Just open the door like a person. Hanging out with seven-year-olds at racetracks is fun. Here, open the door. This is the door handle. That's how that works. Is that door just... That's how the door works. Yep. It didn't break. Hey, Abram, how's your day, man? Today's going all right. Yeah. Driving the uh, the old Mugen. Yeah, I got uh, I got special treatment this morning. Aaron uh, helped Aaron helped me change the uh, brake pads. Oh, yeah. at his own event. Yeah, that's right. I don't work on anybody's car in good life. <laughs> well, that, that was a point of discussion, actually. What, really? You're t- talking shit about me there? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, I think after this event, I'll just swap tires over, keep the pads on it, and then just tuck it away in the garage. And then when I want to go in January, just go. Right. Yeah, go to a barber? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all highway. It's not like you're going to wear the pads out. Just, just clean it. Make sure you clean it before you put it away. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, get some Iron X, clean that car up a little bit. It's a pretty looking car. It's my favorite uh, color here so far. How's how's the uh, how's the car holding up? Everything twenty minute sessions, no problem here. We're at Putnam Park, by the way. Uh, yeah, I mean it, it seems good. Um, like I, f- I feel like when the tires get really hot, they start to squeal a little bit more, <clears throat> and uh, usually that's a good sign for me to just like slow down, cool it off, because if you want to try and go fast, just do one or two. I think I think you got to make them howl, dude. Make them howl, dude. Uh, I, I didn't say this to you yet. I went out in, the, I guess, the second session. Yeah. And um, going through four, I yeah. I screwed up, turned in wrong, yeah. and lost the tail of the car. It started to come around. And I saw the corner worker who was just past that grab the yellow flag and get ready to, like, you know, this guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> saved it. The, the <laughs> kept old, going. The Saw old, him holster the flag. I was the, like, yes! the old Abram flag. He almost pulled her out, huh? Um, 
Yeah, yeah pretty nice day today. It's kind of kind of chilly, uh, overcast, a little bit of sun here and there. Uh, good little crew, like 30, 40 cars here. It started to, spank, uh, to sprinkle just a tiny bit that last session. Yeah. Um, I saw that you went out and then came right back in. Yeah. What happened? Um, fuel starved. I ran out of gas. So I ran into town and... Uh, Got uh, got some got some ninety three. I mean, she's an eighty eight girl, but man, treating You're her gonna to, rip it. Treating her to ninety three, dude. <laughs> uh, and got some pizza for Emma because Emma's picky little eater. So. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, good day so far. I'm having a good time. I like. I'm starting to like. I did one session. And I felt like I was clunking around, you know. Yeah. Um, and then that last one, I was like, man. I'm like faster than half of these cars. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm having a good time. Uh, it was uh, it was cool. So I'm uh, trying to get a little bit better. Trying to use the data actually. I need to get your iPod so that we can get some data off of mine. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, Hook it up. You won't. I, I might have a mount that you can use. I'll throw it in my pocket or whatever. Um, I don't want to look at the numbers. Okay. I do have a phone mount though. Do you? Uh, so I. I I got the, the Apex Pro Bluetooth uh, OBD2 port thing, uh-huh. and I'm scanning uh, the car, and it can clear codes and everything. Um, once in a while, when it's cold out, you fire this thing up, it throws instantly throws like a low temperature thermostat thing, um, and it, it runs fine. It runs at 180 on the highway. It's not like it is running at low temperature. It does it right when you start it up. So, huh. some, probably some dumb sensor, uh, something stupid. So I clear that once in a while. It's happened twice so far. And then you can also see, because Fits don't have a temperature gauge. Right. So you can see the uh, like the actual temperature uh, on the gauge. I'm using the Torque app. Okay. Um, so I'm watching temps. It gets up to like 194, uh, instantly back down to 180 on a cool-down lap. Uh, I don't think 194 on the hot side of the engine is hard on the engine. So what I noticed uh, in the Civic is... I don't really worry about temperatures on track. Never really have in that car. Um, it's just got a sweep gauge, right? Like the regular analog gauge. Uh, no, it's digital, oh, okay. but like it, it stays dead nuts in the middle. Um, yeah, but but it's kind of chilly today. So normally I don't run the heat because I don't need to. Yeah. Uh, ran it today because it's chilly. Out. It's nice. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, like on a factory Honda, like 175 to 1, 200 is like right in the middle, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's totally fine. I'm glad the car's holding up. Um, this is my first time driving here. I really yeah. like it. It's fun. It, it's my second time. The first time was 11 years ago, and I didn't remember anything about it. I remember turn one and the last turn where there's the wall right there, and the rest of it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember this. Like, yeah. I totally forgot the place. The, uh, what I've seen is that this track works really well for lazy shifters because, at least in my car, I'm not shifting at all. Uh, you're, you're not at all. I'm going to third... Uh, in the hairpin. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in fourth everywhere else except for that spot. I'm in fourth everywhere. I, uh, I'm at like 101 on the front straight. Okay. Um, and fourth gear everywhere else. And then, yeah, downshift to third in that right-hander here hairpin. And then kind of dig through that, like, sweeping bowl area. Um, and I can rev third out. I could go to fourth and then back down to third. But basically, I can leave it in third until, basically until the track end, exit area. Uh-huh. Shift to fourth, and then fourth down the whole straightaway. So, uh, in the last session, I started to hit the rev limiter in fourth, um, like right at the brake marker in one. And besides that, like, I, I, I noticed that when I looked at the data, that shifting to fifth costs a ton of time. Really? So just like just leave it touch it and forth for a second. If you hit the rev limiter, no big deal. So you're almost at the limit. Yeah, um, and I, I hit it like. Yeah half a second before I touch the brakes right. so um, when I, before we came here Emil told me that I should try to go flat through one because he's an idiot <laughs> um, and he's mean to me allegedly <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
it can almost do, I got a lift. Uh, tried to go mostly flat, and then had to stab him mid uh, mid turn. To, to like just save it because <laughs> it was too much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's actually a pretty fun track for a slow car, so I'm really enjoying it. Uh, lots like lots of rhythm bits and not um, it, like not too many massive breaks. It's got some zones. flow, and then it breaks it up with a hairpin, and then it like flows again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I really like the front half and the back half. The hairpin is too slow for me, but hey, stuck with it. Well, and and in third in my car, as you come through it, it's like. 4,500 RPM or something. Right. So it, it feels like a dog on its way out. Right. Yeah, that, it's, I couldn't go to second. And it still feels a little bogged in third. It's like right in that weird spot with my car, too. Yeah, yeah like it's kind of doggy in third, but not bad. It's kind of downhill afterwards, too. So it's bit, not yeah. the end of the world. But, um, right after that, which is what, like a little bit left and then the longer left. Right. I think that area is a spot that I need to pay more attention and try and carry more speed on yeah. entry uh, because I think I brake a lot and then get back on throttle too. Yeah, uh, I'm going too slow there too. I can feel it. Yeah. Session and a half in so far. I'm trying to figure it out. Was, it, was that your second session? So I didn't even miss one? Third. Okay, I missed one. You missed the morning. Okay. Um, what are these guys doing? You guys doing brake uh, upgrades right here? Test fitting. Yeah. Like Potential breakup. Yeah. Neil Tab, Jeff Preston, Chris Adams staring at a Miata. Is that the, is that same today? shit as same always. Shit. Is that the big, huge AFCO caliper? Is, is that the one that Scott Robertson runs? Yeah. That's a big setup. Man. Yeah. How thick are those rotors? 1.25? Yeah. So big. So big. I, when, when we were at Blackhawk, like, he pulls his wheels off. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, they're so big. But, yeah, I'm just. 11.75. Okay. Does it fit under these these Koenigs here? Yeah. yeah. The AFCO fits with no spacer. The C43 you got a space has for that. bolts externally. Oh, it's a cool. And you need a 10 mil spacer. Well, the 15 by 10 is fit. You guys in your big wheels, man. 15 by 7 life, dude. <laughs> I'm not good at things. That's why I run I remember those days. <laughs> Dude, I got my first set of 15 by 8s uh, recently, and they seem so big. Yeah. And all you Miata guys are running 15 by 10s. They're like twice squat. <laughs> so big. Uh, I'm going to shut this off and walk around and do individual podcasts later. Me and Abe, you want to do a show? Yeah, sure. Yeah. When? Now? Uh, yeah. I have a child still eating, so she's occupado. We've got an hour uh, before we go back out. Oh, we got plenty of time. So I figure this will be the start of a walk-around show. I'll do like five minutes with a bunch of people, and then we'll do a couple of you on, the, on the real rig. So. I'll set up. All right, cool. I'm honestly getting so tired that uh, I don't really care if I miss a session Dude, right now. Dude, it's too much driving. It's a lot of driving. Hey, Chris Derby. What's up, Adam? You having fun here? I'm having a blast. Chris, uh, Chris and I are at Putnam again. This is probably following another thing where I said we're at Putnam because we're doing a bunch of five, ten-minuters. Um, winning Formula Track Day. You've got, you spent a bunch of time in our grid this year. Yes. Working grid, doing all kinds of volunteer buddy stuff. Yes. And you have an RSX. I have an 06 RSX that I've had for seven years now. How How is it living with a streetcar, track car, RSX? I love it because I just put gas in it and tires and I just drive it. And I've done like 40 track days, give or take, in it. Yeah. And it just turns laps and drives home and I can drive to work in it if I want. It seems like the worst thing you have in them with is wheel bearings. The rear wheel bearings go out pretty frequently, but it's the same issue with the H Gen SI. Right. The front wheel bearings are massive, yeah. so you don't normally have issues with. You them. ever broken hubs or anything? Like that? Yeah, I've sheared a hub off okay. on the front, and it was an interesting process. Yeah, spooky, spooky. 
Did the, did the disc brake keep it together? The axle nut is the only thing that held it on. <laughs> I pulled the axle nut off, and the hub fell and hit me in the foot, and I was just like, oh. Well, there's your problem there. That's a problem. <laughs> figured it out. Yeah, figured Diagnostics it out. complete. Yeah. Um, how, how many years have you been tracking that thing? Three years? Uh, four four years. years. I started, did my very first track day at NCM in it, um, and it's just kind of progressed yeah. into what it is now, which is just a roll bar track day HPD bro car. That is a V8 Miata. That's Aaron's dad. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, that's cool. Very clean. There's a lot of cool cars here. Yeah. We have, like, the most basic bitch cars. We do, but we our basic bitch cars turn laps, <laughs> and I've only given one point by today. Yeah. I gave you a point by uh, with the longest finger. It was the appropriate finger. Yeah, the though. longest one. Just wanted to make sure you saw it. I did. And uh, same thing with Abe. Gave him that one. Abe needed uh, it. Yeah, everybody's got everything for me in the straightaways, but this car turns pretty good. Dude, you were... Yours turns better, but... A lot faster. I got Hoosiers, though, today. Yeah, it doesn't true. count. I got the 205 Falcon Boys. <laughs> I want to try the Falcon Boys. Dusty Barty hooked me up on those old Hoosiers, yeah. and I've been getting every ounce of out, like, life out of them. You said they're 225, 17? They're 225, 17s. That's, uh... Yeah, Hoosiers are fun. The older they get, though, like, the longer it takes to get into them. You yeah. get a lap or two, and then they come back. And it took about three laps this morning to get them heated up. I bet, up. especially it was, like, sub-50 degrees almost. Yeah, it was, like, 46 yeah. this morning, I think. That uh, that can be spooky, too. They, they start snap-breaking away. and <laughs> yeah. It's snap-broken 10, and if for people who don't know Putnam, there's only one wall at Putnam, That's and it's one. turn 10. That's the one. So uh, was it before ten? Before the exit road? Or? Okay. It was after the exit road. I hit the curb and it snapped a little bit. Okay. And it's like the worst place to go off because yep. you'll go right to the. And foam there's no sand tires. trap. There's no. nothing there. Yeah. It's asphalt um, and then tires. Is that is the blue stuff? Is that tires? They're yeah. Underneath of there. I think it's foam and then tires. Okay. It's a soft wall to hit, but it's still a wall. You wouldn't want to hit it. No, not Didn't at all. Justin Lee get up on top of that last year with no body damage. Justin Lee made it on the outside of turn nine over the tire wall in the forest somehow over you could there over way over there oh wow and you could barely see his wing over the tire wall right and when he got pulled back in the only thing that was wrong is his bumper was a little scratched that's amazing it was impressive really it was really like impressive. a perfect crash yeah he fixed ten it of ten. <laughs> he went out and drove the like i think the last session of the day was that at the test day here in the spring or last year uh 2020 so it'd be may of, may of last year yeah yeah, when, yeah I mean, when things were a, weird somebody sent like a picture into the group chat and we're like oh great justin rode his car off we all thought and it then too it was fine yeah, right. so impressive. Yeah. How many times have you been here? Because you live in uh, Louisville area. I do live in Louisville. 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 Marlowe's Louisville. Louisville, yeah. I've been here five times. Okay. Um, ironically, I go to Gingerman a lot now because of the event that shall not be named and yeah. just driving with all the Rambler guys, yeah. trying to duke it out with them. Good buddies to, to cruise with. Um, best good, buddies. good buddies to eat tacos and barbecue with. Oh, yeah. Um, the best buddies. Yeah, the uh, season was pretty fun. I think probably the least fun was when we stood in grid for 14 hours each day at uh, Pikes Peak. Pikes, Pikes Peak was a very long day, but I'd say it was worth it. Yeah. It was nice to fly out and see a new track. And Did you drive at all at that event? I drove James Morgan's Fit, okay. and then I drove Mark Celica a lot. And oh, yeah. Everybody it was drove so poor, much fun. That poor Celica. <laughs> they, like, burned that car to the ground. I, I burned that car to the ground. Yeah. I drove it like it was mine. What did really you think of PPIR? 
Uh, it's a fun track. Like the oval is interesting, isn't it? It's different. I've definitely it's because most people haven't done like a a, a roval like that, like an HPD world. Um, like many, I mean, there's West Coast they have a few, East Coast they have a couple, but like most people haven't done a roval. It's kind of cool to be up on the banking and just I liked mad it a lot. Um, it was fun. It's it, it was a good event overall, like pretty wild event. A lot of people, a lot of stuff happening, but. Drift is so gnarly there. Like, it's so crazy. It's gnarly, but it's like herding cats. Yes, it is like herding cats, especially when they're yelling at you. Yeah. And grid, like you did. You got yelled at. I did get yelled at, but I made him give me a ride-along because there's no point in holding grudges in life. Yeah, we had to find him. It took us, like, two hours to figure out who that was. Yeah. Because <laughs> okay. you shut Grid off uh, because you were told to shut Grid off, and he, like, the guy was, was not grid. happy about that. He was not so. happy, but I just <laughs> does do as it's told. And yeah. It's okay, we made up. Yeah, it was a good event. Um, what uh, What's your favorite track? I'm in between NCM and Mid-Ohio. You like NCM that much? NCM is amazing because of how hard it is. And when you string a lap together, right. it feels amazing. But the flow at Mid-Ohio is just uncomparable. That's the thing that I really love. Like, I don't like slow turns. Oh. Um, NCM doesn't have that slow turns. Um, 10 sucks. It does kind of suck. NCM without turn 10 would be the best track uh, in the world. But it's yeah, it's a wild place. I'm I'm debating whether we should change the layout for next year. No. Run a different layout. You think do the Don't. grand full? You have to do grand full. Yeah, you I have to run that. the sinkhole on one A one B. I kind of that's what make NCM NCM. Yeah, it's probably true. I think the motorcycle layout would be boring for just because it's such a sharp turn, and then to go onto the straight past the uh, S's onto the it just. Yeah. I only did one session there, and Matt Williams fit. Um, it was really. It's very fun in a fit. It's like a really good track in a fit. Yeah. Um, I, I told Busby afterwards, I was like, man, you got to paint some of these walls different colors because like, you get lost. I think it would help a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the more sessions you do, the less yeah. lost you get. But it's, I kept thinking I was somewhere else for the first, like, three laps. I'm like, oh, that, oh this is that one. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> when, when you go into, like, six, seven, and eight, it all looks the same as, like, uh, seven and eight, like, 17 up on top of the hill a yeah. little bit and yeah. then going into the sinkhole, but... I don't know. Yeah. It was a very intimidating place to do your first track day at. I believe it. I'm, I'm surprised there's even beginners at our event. Like, and they loved it. Oh, yeah. But it's so intimidating. It's really intimidating, but once you master that track, there's no track that really worries or me Or at least much. once you can visualize it. Yeah, when you can visualize it. <laughs> Road America scares me, though, but that's just because it's Have you been track. there? Yeah, I've yeah. driven there. Okay. I drove there in 2019. Okay. Drove from Louisville yeah. to Road America, had my axle explode, fixed it, I remember that. and then drove home. Yeah, I remember that. It was a lot. Um, I didn't love Road America until I drove it in this dumb fit. I really, really liked it in the fit. Like, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. Uh, like, maybe twice as much as I thought I would. Um, it's probably because you won't die in a fit. But, and, like, it's so much wide open throttle. And it's like, so, you have so much time to think, like, what's the smoothest curve? Like, what's the, like, what will slow me down the least? Like, and, and I was still three seconds off of what I wanted, you know? Yeah, but um, you and James Morgan were going at dude, it, and it was so, so much fun to watch. That was so fun. How do you like Putnam in the fit? Um, I only don't like the one really slow dig. Seven? Uh, yes. Yeah. And then um, coming out, like the, the bowl-ish, whatever, eight afterwards. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like I haven't found a line I like there, um, but I really, really enjoy turn one. It's super fast. Turn one is so much fun unless you dip the wheels off on the outside. And, and then, then it doesn't seem like it would be fun at all. You go really, really far out um, and cut all their grass. They have so much grass here. They do. And like, it's so the grass perfect. is a quarter mile long after turn one. Oh, yeah. You could go off 
uh, and like stay matted for like five seconds and still be able to slow. <laughs> so when I was here, the first time I was ever here in the dry, I was like, I don't need to break for turn two. And you really need to break for turn two. Yeah. And I went so far off in the grass. When I came back, the guy was like, we pay $15 an hour to cut the grass. And I think I owe you 20 bucks. Yeah. You were out there a while. <laughs> I was out there for a long time. It took me a little bit to find the track. Yeah, I don't think I joined until after turn three. It's a really pretty place. It's way prettier than I remember it being. Um, it was a lot less like, like country clubby when yeah. I was here 11 years ago. This was like all gravel and pavement and stuff. Um, and the, I don't remember the grass being so flawless. Like, it's really pretty. I think they built a lot of the garages pretty yeah, recently, too. They built them on, I think, the last six years. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. It's before my time. The only building, I think, was the tower when I was here. Um, and the bathrooms. Um, yeah, really, really cool place. I don't even think all the fences were here when I was here last time. I mean, there was, like, chain link and stuff. I don't think it was just nice looking. It's, like, really nice fencing. It looks like a horse farm. That's what I was about to say. It's very horse farming. Yeah, it looks and like uh, it looks like stables. You know? Yeah, it's got a second life if uh, if race cars stop being a thing. You know, I so. don't think. Well, they might, <laughs> but they'll just be electric and it'll be okay because yeah. they'll be stupid fast. Do you know if all these garages are filled? Like they're uh, all rented out. I believe they're club member cars. Yeah, like, um, it, there's a lot. There's like a hundred of them. Yeah. I think whenever I've been here, it's just these main garages that are open for track okay. day people. But I know, like, uh, Aaron stores a car or two here. Okay. Yeah, very cool. It would be a, it'd be a fun place as a destination, like, on a Friday. Just go down, pull your car out of the garage, and drive it. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I'm glad I came down. I wasn't going to, and then I was, and I wasn't going to. And then my daughter... Uh, at Mikey's Wangfest track day, the benefit day we did. Yeah, I was um, there. It was fun. Yeah, we, uh, we we went up. She went up with me, and she had a really good time actually. She hung out with Kelzada from K Miata, K, K Power Industries. His son um, had a really good time, and now she's having a good time with the Tab Girls. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we had pizza. We had uh, junk food. She's had so many chips. <laughs> So. You missed the. Uh, you didn't get one of the box lunches. Uh, I had part of a box lunch. Dude, I didn't so know there good. were box lunches until I came back with pizza. So. That's the best. I didn't actually ever. register. Like, Aaron just put me on the list and said, "Just pay me when you get here." Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I hadn't actually registered, so I didn't expect a lunch. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, it's been good so far. So I'm glad oh, to see you again too. I'm, uh, I'm hoping to get a lap time. Abe just hooked up the uh, his iPod to my Apex Pro. I've been watching the lights, and it's been uh, telling me that I'm at, like, all the grip. So I think I'm doing it okay, but not running the best line yet. So Yeah, you'll figure it out. Crossing my fingers that I can run turn one faster than Abe. That's my goal. What's your min speed at turn one, do you know? I don't know. I can let you know. It looks like... It's probably, like, 90. From being around you, you're, oh, you're like, mid-80s at least. Yeah, it's, it's so. like, mid-fourth gear. Yeah. It, it's fast enough I don't want to look down. Yeah. And I don't really look at data because I don't care. Do you stab it care. before turn two to get the turn in? or Just a little. Because you need to drop about 10 miles an hour probably. Yeah, it's and you turn in later than you think too. And I didn't right. figure that out until just this morning because I was watching somebody go in front of me and they gapped me right there. And I was like, right. oh, I need to do that. Turn in later. It's good note. So as soon as the should curb ends, should do that. chuck it in. Because what are you going to no. hit? Nothing. Yeah, there's really not that much to hit. It's like gingerman but softer. Yeah. All right, well, let's do more track day stuff. we got to go out in five minutes. We should go do more track day stuff. Sounds good. All right, bud. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Back at Putnam, standing in front of a GLTC car. What's up, Chris Adams? Hey, what's going on, Adam? How are you? What a, what a, pretty, uh, what a pretty little car you got here. Thanks, man. I saw it for the first time at NCM. Um, Kamiata. Um, how do you like it so far? It's your first year with it, right? Yeah, it's my first year. Uh, Emil put it together at the winning formula over the winter. 
and it's basically a carbon copy of his motor swap Z3. Oh, it's one. Of, yeah, yeah, it's the uh, the single outlet exhaust exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah, and, uh, and it's been super reliable. I, I love it. It's it's much much faster than the one I that I had in it before. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, a little bit faster. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, how has your first year GLTC been? Yeah, uh, it was awesome racing yeah. first and foremost, which is great. Uh, I come from a a lot of years in Spec Miata and the PTE field in NASA. And, uh, man, the competition level at GLTC is just a step above everything else right now, which is awesome. It's obnoxiously hard. Yeah, it's but so hard to get top 10. I, I thought for sure headed into NCM, like my home track, you know, like tons of experience at NCM. I got this. I was like, yeah, I got, you know, at least top five, you know. Yeah. No, no, I barely broke top 10. <laughs> um, and it was like very humbling and, and awesome experience because, yeah. uh, you know, it's just it's awesome because uh, when you have so many people going so fast, it makes you go a whole lot faster. So, yeah, yeah. happy with the car. Uh, I, I think I need some ABS in it. Um, you got uh, OEM pedal there. Yeah, OEM pedal. Yeah, I think I need some help with the uh, the ABS. I, I think that's a clear. You could pretty much draw a line between the competitors with ABS without right now. So, uh, ABS um, maybe over the winter, and then uh, needs it needs a new rear diff. I've got a Gaikin in it. Okay, and it needs to be rebuilt. So. Is it uh, like what happens when it needs to be rebuilt? Like it basically turns into an open diff. Okay. So, a little bit of peels coming out. There's lots going on here at Putnam today. Lots of peels. Okay. Uh, so it feels like the car has 200 horsepower without uh, a limited slip in the rear. So have uh, have you been here a bunch of times? Uh, yeah. First track day ever was at Putnam, maybe 14, 15 years ago. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I probably put more laps at Putnam than I think anywhere yeah. else. Yeah, so. This is uh, my second day here. I'm really enjoying it. It's, yeah. It's not a terrible little place. No, uh, it's a whole lot of fun. Um, it's, it's like if you're going to build a track in your backyard, right, right. you got Putnam. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's sort of what you'd build if you had, like, an old, like, uh, horse farm. Right. And you're like, hey, I'm kind of sick of horses. <laughs> and it kind of looks like that, too. we got a lot of those in Kentucky, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, it, uh, it's, it's a lot prettier than it was in 2011 when I was here. It uh, is. They've done pretty. awesome upgrades here at Putnam. Yeah. Uh, it's a great facility. It's super awesome for lapping days. Uh, just yeah. a chill environment. Uh, it's got a lot of, uh, it's kind of a lot of mixed elements to it. To where it's you, you really have to like, it's probably a very good track to set up a car at because you can kind of you get a little bit of everything. As long as, as long as the car turns right. That's know? that's true. Yeah, there's there's, there's <laughs> a few of those. But it, but yeah, it's great. You know, if you're setting up the car for Mid Ohio, that's right. pretty similar. You know, you want it to turn right pretty well, right. which is why there's so much dang rake in my car. I'm, so. I'm looking at this. Yeah, yeah it sure. turns right very, very well. Yeah, um, and it doesn't turn left badly. So <laughs> you gotta make it do both. Right? Yeah, yeah, but you know, you just huck it into turn eight, right. uh, a long left-hander here, yeah. and um, and you get right back on the gas. It doesn't have any problems with that. Yeah. So um, the diff makes it a little difficult right now, but I would imagine the setup is good. So. I, I'm really enjoying turn one. Um, turn one's it's awesome. Way more fun than I remember it being in my lemons oh. car. It's yeah, fast. way more fun. Way faster than I remember being. Yeah. Um, that was a long time ago. So I, I, I love I love turn four, that long sweeping left hander. Yeah, yeah. And I also love turn five because you just eat the curb up on the inside. Yeah. You pretty much, it's like if you just want to run in the grass on the inside. Yep. You can it. see where people do that too. Yeah. Less than I would imagine. Like, yeah. uh, in the fit, you don't quite need to, but I can see in faster cars. Yeah, you can get all over that thing. Yeah. Yeah, really, really good, uh, really good weather here too. Not sunny, not hot, but not cold either. Nope. Nice day. Nope. You come awesome. back tomorrow or no? Yeah, I'll be here tomorrow as long as it doesn't yeah. rain. I'm, if it uh, rains, I didn't bring any other tires but Hoosiers. So. Just, yeah, you just, well, you got that one trailer spare. Right That's true. Put the trailer spare. <laughs> I don't think it'll fit though. I don't know with that fender the way it is. Yeah, I, yeah you did eat that fender a little bit. I did. Um, what's your plans for the off season? Uh, any upgrades besides maybe ABS? Or? Definitely, uh, I think I'm going to put ABS in the budget. Yeah, and then. Um, 
Besides that, uh, it needs to rebuild on the diff, like I mentioned, but everything else in the car is basically new for the season. So Just kind of like it as uh, is. Huh? Yeah, probably even going to run these fenders the way they are, to be honest. Pull them up by hand, man. Make them look pretty. Yeah. I mean, they don't look bad. No, they don't look bad. And actually, none of this is from car-to-car contact, amazingly. Yeah. You know, remember, if you remember at NCM, I had that little incident in the garage. Yeah. yeah. My, my uh, five-year-old decided to drive the car into the wall. The so, first, yeah, first weekend for the car. Yeah, right? yeah, first week, like brand new paint job, everything. Hit the uh, button and off it went. And off it went. So, uh, lesson learned, don't turn the kill switch on before I'm in the car. Yeah. Yeah. So Leave it off uh, if the kids are around. Exactly. Uh, so you I, said I this, think, this wrinkle was just from bopping turn seven, yeah, crossed up. It's the yeah. craziest thing I've ever ha- had just, happen to me. Just, it, just wrong, and up it goes into the fender. I guess. Yeah. So. I, I guess I'd never get into turn seven that hard, right. like on the inside curbing, right. and I just did this time for some reason. thought I was cool, I guess. Yeah. You, you said it was this PCA. is here, a, a PCA event here, like a couple Did weeks they, ago, a month ago. Wheel to wheel at PCA here? Not that I know of. No. I didn't see any. I didn't see any uh, wheel to wheel racing going I on. I know here, some PCA so. events have wheel to wheel, but I'm not super familiar with them. Yeah, what's, I've only been to a couple. Of, what's so. this trailer you got here? This uh, this is a Trailer World custom built trailer. Okay. And they had it sitting on their lot for like I don't know a couple months because it's, it's so dang small. Nobody it's wanted a to buy it. Tiny aluminum single axle. Right. So down in Bowling Green, that's where Trailer World is. With a really heavy duty entire rack. Yeah, so the trailer itself, single axle, it's like a 10-foot right. deck. Yeah. Uh, the whole trailer itself is only 14 feet long. It's really cool. Um, so it fits inside like a standard garage, which is why I originally bought it. Yeah. I put the car on the trailer, backed it into my garage in Lexington, Kentucky, where there's like no space. Right. So uh, now that I moved out to a bigger area, um, out, out in Georgetown, um, I'm going to eventually upgrade to an enclosed trailer. Okay. But this thing is, you could, you, if the car is off of it, you could wheel it around by hand. Yeah, it looks really it's, light. The trailer itself only weighs like 500 pounds. It looks really well built, too. Um, it's been good. Uh, it's fully welded. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at but all the... But the tire rack is a little custom job that my father-in-law built. Okay. Uh, concept Machine and Tool, which is on the side of the car. Okay. Uh, he's he's uh, sponsored me by building tire racks and <laughs> uh, contributing to the uh, Hoosier Fund. Okay. So, yep. And then... Um, That's a good father-in-law. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. He's very, very nice. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I just put this little gas can rack on the front right. this year before GLTC because yeah, I was tired bad. of smelling gas in my car so yeah that gets old and then it's so, then it's, then it smells in there for a month yeah it's bad so yeah what a cool trailer I noticed it when Thanks, you uh, when you pulled or when you pulled up to uh, here today I was yeah like, man I haven't seen that trailer before yeah it's super that small cool. uh, very lightweight and even the 400 you don't even notice it right kind of really so yeah uh, but yeah I like the little simple setup for now eventually I'll upgrade I'll do the whole Everybody truck and enclosed trailer setup for the RV and the stack. I don't know about that. No. The... Something like, like, <laughs> like, like Rob's setup. Well, if know. it's like I get pro- Rob to sell him, sell me his trailer. The I'll progression of grid life events. Yeah, you know, every event you have to add two feet to your truck and trailer combo. So you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not on that life. It's really so. stupid, man. It's getting hard to park. Everybody. <laughs> That's not the grid life for me. <laughs> no, it's too much. It's too much. I don't know if I contributed. I might have been. I might have started it by talking about RVs in the podcast. Because like ten of our listeners have bought them now, and they're all at they, the track. They and, totally make sense, and uh, you know, nice. Aaron's been renting these, uh, you know, campers right, most right. weekends. Are, and that's a good way to do it. That's a good way to do it too. Yeah, then you don't have to worry about like the upkeep and maintenance. You just yeah. rent it for a weekend. So it's, might do some more of that next year. It, it, Bring uh, the kids some more. It, it does make it fun when you get the kids and the family and stuff down. But don't let the kids drive the car. Don't no, especially no. the race car. Right. Let them drive the bus a little bit. You know? Yeah, that's unsafe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A very, uh, very cool car. It was great yeah. to have you at the track this year with us, too, man. I mean, I'm looking forward to coming back next yeah, year. I know your fun. life's only going to get bigger and better as we go. Uh, the culture alone, 
I mean, it is going to draw people. I, so I, uh, it's, it's, I don't know what the secret sauce is, but we're going to keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. It seems to be working. I'm, I'm, so. say, I'm glad you guys have that sauce. So yeah, keep, whatever it is. I'll keep putting it on my chicken nuggets, man. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll keep pretending that we know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Awesome, man. Well, have, yeah. have fun the rest Good of the weekend, to you. man. Thanks, you too, man. buddy. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the Pits Air Grid Live to say hello.